It is a game of attention. It is how do you capture and hold attention. Otherwise, you will lose just by not enduring. Welcome to Marketing with Matt. If you're an entrepreneur or business owner looking to create more margin in your life and business, you're in the right place. For more after the show, be sure to check out ProfitMoreWorkLess.com. We're back at it. We're just having a good time over here. So this is the the human piece of marketing that is hard to completely replicate when you're trying to build something that you're proud of. And Tyler, you have how many kids? I have four. Four kids. I have two kids. And I think as a parent, the biggest reminder I get on a day-to-day basis is how flawed we are as human beings. <laughs> you just you just watch your kids struggle and make mistake after mistake. My kids are little enough that you know you're not like it doesn't feel of high consequence, but I just remember this thinking through when they're learning how to walk, I was like, you're horrible at knowing how to walk. Like, And we are bad before we get good. We're really bad repeatedly before we get good. But that's subtle programming for us into like what it means to be human. And if we're looking at like the big picture of marketing, what we want to talk about today is some of the strategic ways that we make our marketing better by helping our businesses market more person to person rather than business to person. That's the focus here. Yeah. You've heard like B2C, B2B. We want to think through even better if it's P2P, person-to-person marketing, and what are the things that we oftentimes will create repeatable systems around, but subtly give the clue an impact that maybe there's actually a person on the other side of it. And so um, there's a funny story behind this. I uh, uh, and You guys have probably seen this, but I don't want to embarrass her too much. But my mom, especially in the early days of smartphones, uh, struggled with auto autocorrect. Actually, I saw a. I won't. I won't call my mom out. Uh, there is. I saw a little meme or like a story somewhere where someone was pranking their mother and they changed the autocorrect for walk the dog to like pound a couple brewskis and hang out on the couch. And um, and so as as she was like texting, I don't know if it was her husband or or, or son or was it was like, hey, when you get home. Can you pound a couple of brewskis and just, you know, hang out on the couch? And, and, and she's like, and so she's repeating back to herself like, no, 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 like, well, I really need you to pound a couple of brewskis and hang out on the couch. And um, he was laughing about this exchange with autocorrect or this is like the quick little swap on there. My mom would do autocorrects that were just hilarious, the kind of things that would come through. And I'm like, how is this even possible? I think part of it was also text to speech. My dad was a big at like, he loved the idea that he could talk and he didn't have to type. Um, he, you know, didn't grow up in a profession where he had to, you know, be typing a computer all the time. And so his, to this day, it's, you know, one finger at a time on the keyboard. And so text to speech or speech to text was the greatest invention of all time. But you get these interesting um, autocorrects in there. And so in our early days of creating campaigns and with the emergence of like text message marketing, what we realized is those mistakes that we experience with our parents, with our friends, sometimes we do it ourselves, those subtly tell us there's a human on the other side. And in a, a lot of times with marketing, you struggle with the preconditioning that's, that's happened for decades, this preconditioning to ignore a business. And I think about it in this way, you, know, right? you, you don't have to respond to a magazine, you don't respond to a billboard, you don't talk back to a, uh, you know, an ad on a bus. You don't even talk back to a commercial on TV. And so if we get anything that sort of tells us, hey, this is a business, we're inclined to not respond. 
this is really difficult for direct response marketers where you're trying to get a response. So what we started doing was applying this technique of manufactured mistakes. Now, Tyler, you, you've probably seen these. Do you, have oh, a, yeah. do you have a manufactured mistake that comes to mind? Man, so I first think about when you started showing me that you were doing them, I remembered that Groupon used to do this intentionally. They actually found that poor grammar performed and out-converted perfect grammar. Because when people were looking to buy something from a local business... If it was perfect and polished, it felt corporate and wrong. And like, and you know, that was the assumption of the psychology behind it. But that if it, if they're buying something from a local business, talking to them more like on the level of the buyer worked. And so um, I remember the first one I saw from you was a text message that had uh, an error. And then you're like, oops, sorry, this. And I just thought it was, I thought it was real. I thought it was you behind the text, but it wasn't. It was the automation. That is the um, the correcting yourself, that language. Um, so I'll, I'll give some real examples that we've used. Um, and so a lot of times this would be around a little bit more direct response, trying to get someone on to a booked appointment. And so one of the swaps we would do is automated response. Hey, I've um, got a couple openings this week. Would love to get you on the catheter. And then we would program it a little bit of a wait and then the like facepalm emoji, right? So wait, facepalm emoji. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I meant calendar, you know, let me know if you want to, if you want to, you know, meet this week. Right. And so for sure, this is a manufacturer mistakes. Most folks would think never, ever would a business intentionally text me the word catheter. Yeah. There's no way this is a robot. There's no way this is a robot. But a thousand percent it is, and a thousand percent it was. And this was one of our highest reactivation campaigns. So you send people this, and they would see that, and it's disarming. It's like, oh my gosh, there's a person on the other side, and I start to imagine there's someone who works at a desk. This is their job. There's another person who's doing their job, trying to reach out to me. Most of the time, I mean, in our situation, all of the time, we're talking to prospects who opted in, right? Usually the ad would be like, do you want to come in for a free trial? They'd say, yeah, I do. And then when we get to the point of like, what day do you want to come in? Then they, it's a little bit hard to get responses there. Maybe they changed their mind and they thought about it, they got busy, whatever it is. It's not an offensive positioning. Um, but if you come off as like a business, they just ignore you for forever, never end up coming in. We would cue these little things that made them feel like there was a person on the other side and they were way more likely to respond. And so that was one of the ones we did there. We, um, one of our most kind of in that space, we would do the early send. We would just basically sit down and think through what are all the mistakes that we see our parents make that we make, especially in like a, a regular communication cycle. Right. And so one of those is sending too early, right? Like that, that idea of I started typing it and I was going too fast mm -hmm. and I literally hit the submit button mid thought. And so we would commonly do this where, um, you know, if they were asking, you know, who's this? And we'd say like, oh, this is Matt from company name. You opted in on a, and then just send. And then we'd wait five seconds. And then it would send again like, oh, sorry, it sent too fast. Um, you, you, you reached out on Facebook. Um, you were looking for a free trial. There's a couple of reasons why I really love this. One, the efficacy, the fact that it worked, right? That has to be the, the best. But so many business operators have their ego wrapped up in their business. They, even if they know it performs better, they won't do it because like, I don't want to look bad. But yeah. the irony is looking bad is human. Making mistakes mm -hmm. is human. It actually endears us to people. It doesn't 
diminish our status most of the time. And so by being more approachable, if the goal is business growth or sales or conversion or getting more people on the calendar, time to bury the ego and consider, you know, these type of strategies. How did you stumble into this? I mean, did you just make a mistake and see that it worked? I honestly think this came from solving the the problem. So there, there is a um, this idea of people first. Mm-hmm. I wish I could remember the person who wrote the book the first time I heard that phrase, and it was um, he was writing from the person the perspective. I think it was called People Over Profits, and I think oh, it might come to me. But he ran an organization that was sort of like a Tom Shoes model, where there was some altruistic aspect to it, and talked about those people first. And I love that idea. I think when I was learning marketing, I realized that in in the objective of connecting to people, we prefer to be connected to other people. And so it was out of a problem. It was born out of a problem. Like it was very low response rates and it was always a challenge to see how could we increase that. So a typical flow, even for a lot of businesses, is there is a acute moment where the person is interested, done a good enough job that they're like, I'm curious, I'm interested. Then life happens. They get busy, the urgency goes away, whatever it might be, life happens. And they start going down this spiral of unresponsiveness. I'll be honest, I have fallen into this trap. It's most commonly happens uh, whenever we've had to shop for mortgages. I don't know if you've ever done this or like I've, I've made the mistake of submitting one of those like mortgage rate comparison forms, which sure. just gave my information to like 20 different uh-huh. you know, loan officers. But there's an example, like in the moment, I needed a rate. Why? Because I was in the process of buying. Like, yes, there was high intent that I could be a good customer for you. And in the aftermath of getting, it's kind of, you know, multiple things at play. I'm getting almost overwhelmed by outreach. That can happen, right? This this happens to consumers and customers all the time. It's like, if I'm like, man, I want to lose weight, I might reach out to one gym or I might reach out to five right? It's just the reality, right? Comparison shopping is more and more common. And what that means, so if a prospect reaches out to you, you're not the only person they reached out to. And so you're not just playing the game of, can I get around to them eventually to answer their questions? And then you're not even just playing the game of, can I answer it correctly? It is a game of attention. It is how do you capture and hold attention? Otherwise you will lose just by not enduring. I think of like a lot of like one-on-one sports, um, we see a lot of pickleball now or like tennis or ping pong. A totally valid strategy is endurance to win. Yeah. You just don't make mistakes and you stay consistent. Yep. And you don't even have to be fancy, but just not making mistakes and, and, and staying consistent, you can win on that. Yep. Now, what happens if you've got two players who are both good? They don't make mistakes and they, and they stay consistent. Well, then you got to get fancy. And that's kind of what was for us is we were in markets where there might be multiple players who all are like, hey, you know, if you opt in, I'm going to keep on reaching out to you for two months, every single day, whatever it might be, then you had to find a way to stand out. And these are like, what are the pattern interrupts that clue us in or just gather our attention? Yeah. And, and I found it was the people side of it, the comedy side of it. Like there's a self-deprecating approachability to it. If you can laugh at yourself, they are now invited to laugh at you with them. But all of a sudden, by them engaging, ha ha, whatever it is, the door's open. Super We're in disarming. the same room now. Yeah. So it's a disarming way to engage in the conversation. So we've um, we've done the intentional misspelling is a good one. Uh, the sent too soon is a good one. Um, we have even done the text to my spouse. So the picture of like in the grocery store, and this is usually we'll reactivate on the weekends. So imagine a reactivation on the weekends of 
um, did you want the organic or not organic? Right. And then, and then they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. That's for my wife. And then we just l- let it be and people engage. Then when they like, not even a call to action, it is just like, we're here in the same room. When they say, oh, ha, ha, I was also the grocery store. And then, then you got a conversation going. Then it's like, oh, how funny. Also, I'm noticing like you were supposed to come in for a trial. Should I get you on on Tuesday? Right. All of a sudden it disarms. Uh, you can use a little bit of humor. And in the challenge of gathering attention, it's a great way to get to get folks' attention. I know. So you mentioned People Over Profit. Is that the Dale Partridge book? I think that might have been it. That is the one. And then... Oh, um, that sounds familiar. And then... This sounds like a lot of the things that are in I know another book I know that you and I both like predictably irrational. Uh, another yeah. great book to check. Um, so definitely a couple of good good books for people to to look at this. But I think a big part of it is just being willing to put away your ego in your marketing strategies. Uh, it's not about always being perfect. It is about being human and relatable and connecting um, and remembering that you are connecting one person to another person. Um, so I just, I love this concept of manufactured mistake for all of the levels, just the efficacy, the human side of it. So, so cool. Really good stuff. Hope everyone, if you have not already, please share this podcast or video with another entrepreneur who you think could benefit from it um, and hope everyone has a wonderful day. Thanks for tuning in for this week's Marketing with Matt. Check out ProfitMoreWorkLess.com to learn how we create high margin marketing. Also, if you know someone who'd enjoy the podcast, feel free to make a recommendation. I'm sure they'll thank you for it. Okay, bye for now.